Okay, here I am with Brian Piergrossi. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Yes, and some of you may know this man. I've spoken with him uh, on previous conversations. This is the fourth time. Yes. And now we get to be in flesh. Yes. Yes. See, it's not just pixelation. We're in flesh. We exist. This has been an unexpected encounter, actually, because I saw that Brian had said that he was in Thailand, and then I reached out, and we happened to be very close in the same area. So here we are having a nice, uh, transparent conversation. We don't know what will unfold. We've shared a few moments together today, so let's, let's see what happens. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No pressure. How are you feeling? No pressure. I feel great. Uh, this island has been really inspirational. We've both been here for over a month or something. And uh, yeah, it's been great to share some time with you in person. Right. And um, yeah, feeling good. Yeah. So what's like, if I asked you what's most alive in you at the moment, you've obviously recorded a lot of podcasts yourself. Mm -hmm. You're doing a lot of conversations, you're touring around, you're mm -hmm. sharing space, creating retreats for people. Like in this moment, what, what feels most alive or the most uh, relevant mm -hmm. topic maybe? I think this, this podcast realm is exciting. I think it's the, probably the most exciting medium that's happening right now because it's the most free. Right. You know, and um, you can just do whatever you want. Stop it whenever you want. Make it as long as you want, as short as you want. Right. Um, have people on, have not have people on. Talk about whatever you want. There's a lot of freedom in this realm, and I think what you and I are um, value and appreciate that's that's really exciting is just authenticity and and transparency and um, and this this medium allows for that. Right. You know, it's the closest thing that allows for that. I think it's really exciting. I think people are longing for that. You know, we we're talking a little about in the water about. You know, I think so many things now are they're getting so polished and so pre-edited and pre-arranged and that the, the life force, the vitality, the the uh, the authenticity is it's hard it's hard and hard to feel it. It right. becomes this prepackaged yeah. thing, you know, that has a little bit stale. Right. So I'm excited about things being unedited and things being unprepared and things being unrehearsed and things, you know. Yeah. Like I think there's a longing for that. Yeah. You know, and I, and I, I appreciate that so much about the way the way you share and um, your partner Dara led a did a concert there night here and you come up and. Just total spontaneous lyrics and rap and whatever's coming through you in the moment and the crowd's into it and I think that's where it's at. Yeah. Right now, you know, just living our lives that way and leading our podcasts that way and mm. um, inspiring and inviting other people to open up to this, this level of authenticity and um, being in the moment, keep a level of presence in the moment. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, that's nice. There's a few things popping as you're saying that is you spoke about this earlier about really allowing the the moment to present its own inspiration to us, yeah. right? It's like when we sort of get caught up in the doing or the to-do list or I want to do this or you, you describe something. If it, is it okay if I... Moving from obligation to inspiration. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Moving from obligation to inspiration. Yeah. And you said that... Um, can I re refer yeah. to what you said? Yeah. So Brian was telling me a story where it's great to have accountability partners. It's great to do stuff together and set goals and all that stuff. But he was feeling like he'd set a goal and then it was almost as if like, oh, I need to hit this goal, hit this goal, right? And you described it as being almost like pressure. You're pressuring yourself when yeah. actually you want to just, you, you already live there's in a beautiful even, there's life. There's even a phrase people use, like they use it from a sense of um, pride. Like, 
be your own boss. Like, I'm my own boss, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it's like, oh, I'm my own boss. That means I'm telling myself what to do and making myself do stuff. Right. Even that can go. Right. You know, where you're just totally allowed the inspiration of the moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and not getting so fixed and yeah. stressed. And yeah. All, you know, and then pressuring yourself that yeah. you need to achieve something. Yeah. And then missing the heavenly glory, as Bruce mm-hmm. Lee would say, right? Yep. Look around. It's everywhere. So, you know, that's, a, that's something that I feel is... is uh, a great topic right now. The other thing that sparked from your introduction was there's. A, it feels to me that there's really a yearning for people to be able to express themselves in that way that you said, which is unedited, unfiltered. And simultaneously, we have these platforms now online, Facebook and podcasts, and you know everyone's whatever got something to say, which is we want to welcome that. And simultaneously it feels like people are sometimes, or from my perspective, we're just like, you know, saying everything, getting it all out there, and it's just a whole like cacophony of just noise and content, and this is my opinion, and my opinion, and my view, and look at me, and I did this, and I did that, and that can get a little bit overwhelming and overstimulated. I don't know how you're, what should be your- People fighting for attention. Fighting for attention, right, yeah. Yeah. And then you've got the the sort of dance between, yeah, the, the, the need for, which we, you and I have spoken about before, but the need to be seen, the need to be heard, the need to be uh, recognized, uh, validation. And then it's like, how do we, you know, look at or feel into how we're coming from, well, this, we spoke about this as well, I'm just bringing this up, but we're coming from like, why are we, why are we offering ourselves in this way? Why am, why am I creating this podcast and this video? Why are you creating this podcast? Right, right. No, that's a great question, right? Yeah. Why am I creating it? So, Let's feel into that. So one reason, simple, very, I enjoy our, I enjoy our conversations, yeah. Yeah. right? That's yeah. the first thing that pops yeah. up. When I met you in person, I was like, the, sort of one of the first things that came to me was like, wow, we've, we've met online a lot and recorded conversations and now we can record right in person. Yeah. So that's like sort of the general. Uh, the other is that I f- there's a part of me that still wants everyone to be able to speak their truth. Mm-hmm. There's a sort of desire in me that I feel that communication is seemingly very complex, mm-hmm. but it's also very simple. And f- I speak for myself, of course, throughout the years, we get all these beliefs and these ideas of what's acceptable, what's socially acceptable, what's not acceptable. And what I want to continue to create is these this space where we can just share whatever we feel comfortable and consensually, uh, you know, willing to in the moment, and through us sharing whatever's going on for us and showing up in as authentic as the camera can show and we can mm. show today, that gives permission to others out there to go, wow, I can, I can do that or I can mm-hmm. show up like that. So it's it's like a, a sort of invitation. Mm-hmm. I find these conversations are an invitation. And then lastly, because I'd love to hear what you sparked from this is I listened to a a beautiful documentary some years ago, 2011 or 12, uh, and the Dalai Lama was speaking in there. And in there he said that this would be a decade of conversation and that through authentic conversations, we would be able to decipher and allow the truth to come through. But when we're showing up, like you described earlier, when we're trying to polish ourselves or act or perform something, yeah. we're, we're not actually, you know, even if I'm interviewing you, 
if I'm interviewing you, it's a very different vibe than if we're having a conversation. Yeah. And I loved what he said. And at the time, I just started uh, Simon on the Sofa. And I was like, yes, I just want to create more conversations. People, everybody, just share what's going on inside of you. And then that actually brings out a, a much more authenticity. So mm -hmm. that's some reasons. I think there's a difference between a performer and an artist. Yeah. You know, and the artist is, is looking for that authenticity and that, that sense of creating something that comes from this depth of inside themselves and expressing it in the world that um, that is like it's like kind of like uh, I've, been, I've been looking a little bit like fractals you know holograms things holes within holes and it's like you're creating this beauty that is a that is a kind of a hologram of the larger beauty you know of this universe that's really I never really said it like that before but it's kind of like I think the intention of like I feel like what I do and I, I feel like what you do too is it's like you're creating something that's in harmony and expresses this larger inherent beauty that's moving through everything mm. and um when i feel into like why am i doing this podcast it's like i think inspiration and fun are closely interlinked mm. you know it's like well it feels like it's fun and it's i'm inspired mm. to do it and i think when we're in a state of i think we under we underrate or undervalue the importance of fun and inspiration right you know it's like you want to help people you want to benefit people if you're in a state of inspiration and fun i can, I can tell you as a listener to a podcast if people are in a great state of inspiration and fun, I, I'm like, thank you. I'm feeling the energy of this. You know, right. this feels great. Right. You know, it's like it's almost healing in and of itself. You just have that energy of inspiration and fun and playfulness and joy and laughter. And, you know, we had that together. Mm -hmm. And then we're sharing that for whoever, you know, whatever synchronistic way people are coming to this, that they can feel the energy of this, you know, yeah. too. Yeah. And there's, that's beautiful, yeah. you know. Yeah, sharing. Yeah, sharing the joy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Because there's this thing of like, well, I have to give people the five steps or the seven. You know, this right. thing I have to give them. But it's like if you're giving people inspiration and fun, that's a, that's a uh, state change right. that you're transmitting that allows people to open to magic and miracles and insights and new mm. ways of seeing things and shifting consciousness that you just can't access when you're in this kind of low, right. heavy, serious, yeah. you know, state. Right. Yeah. It, you're sparking something actually <laughs> by by the, by a beautiful friend. Eric is. Uh, is filming us today and uh, we were playing actually just a couple of uh, weeks back when we was uh, we went to uh, play squash uh -huh. and uh, we hadn't played before ever and we were playing squash and we were having fun and we were like exerting ourselves and so on and then Eric was doing some uh, showing me some backflips in a fun way it's just sparking right now and I filmed them he was showing me how to do these flips on this like uh, you know these crash mats and actually afterwards we were saying the same thing it's like Whenever, when, when we're in that state of joy, when we're having fun, when we're playing, I can't remember the exact word he used, <laughs> but we were, we, were, we, were, we were talking... Shout about, it out, Eric. Shout it out. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> you remember? I think it's the state of elation and excitement. It's just the state of excellence. Yes. And effortlessness. Uh, yes, that's it. I don't know if you heard that. So the Flow state, state. Yeah, the, the state of excellence, excellence and effortlessness. And effortlessness. Yeah. When we're playing, right? Yeah. Thank you so much. So, yeah, and... That's, I think that's what you're pointing to, right? Mm -hmm. and, and in that, that's contagious, mm -hmm. right? You know, when you see, a, whoever you see, if you see somebody doing an amazing, uh, we were watching again, we were watching this young boy the other week in a, cafe, uh, in a restaurant in, uh, in Thailand, and this boy was just doing backflips. His, his family was sat down, mm -hmm. we were across from the, from the other restaurant, and he was just, I don't know how long we were there, we were there about an hour, and he was like literally just boom, and I was like, man, look at this guy. And he was fascinated, and seeing his joy in, in just uh, 
like you used to call it flow state, but being in that present state mm -hmm. as well, because flow state is presence, right? Yeah. That's really, they're sort of one in the same. Mm -hmm. And he was just in that. And I was, you know, from across the way, um, drawn to that. Mm -hmm. You see that? So I feel that there's a, a contagiousness in that. And that's, uh, that's aliveness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's when you, we're, we're actually, when we're most connected to, if you want to call it God or source, as well, you know, and right. that's a, I think that's a big misconception. Certainly, if I'm if I, I could be by myself and get really quiet and still, and there's a there's a connection there's a connection there, but there's a, there's a lightness in that energy that's the same as the light. This is like this is like a, that's a, like a lightness from a still place. Mm. This is the lightness from a flow, right? And ultimately, just like love and freedom are the exact same thing. Ultimately, flow and stillness right. take you to the exact same place. Exactly. But I think people think that. Oh, to be a spiritual person and whatever, whatever that even means. I mean, we can question what that even means, but to be, to be connected to source, connected to God, or connected to this higher intelligence, I have to be very serious, you know? Mm. It's not the case. Like, I think it's like, you know, the laughter and the fun and the playfulness. That, I think that that is the state of God. That is the state of, of awakening. Right. Because you start to realize that everything is of the same divine essence. So right. then why do we have all these different experiences and things and stuff and Eric and trees and mm -hmm. for play, right. for fun, to see God in all these different expressions and forms? You yes. Know? Yes. Which goes, <laughs> which pops up with the first thing you said to me today. What did you say to me today? The first, uh, um, when you arrived. John Lennon quote, which is, if you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plans. Yes. Tell him your plans. Which then yeah. we, him we, or her or yeah, it or they. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Let's not get let's not get, <laughs> let's not get caught up on gender right now. Not right now. That's a Later. whole that's a whole other topic. Um, but there's a sim I have this saying: simplicity is divinity. Uh -huh. I mean, writing it for many years, uh -huh. and and this year I had this. Uh, I told you this earlier as well. There's like key words or key phrases that mm -hmm. I normally have for years ahead. Mm -hmm. Sometimes for a month, whatever. But mm -hmm. this year was deaf awareness, mm -hmm. 2020, and yep. and also this really. Uh, clearly was coming up keep it simple mm. right it was, yeah. it was this this was like okay 2020 what does it mean for me it's like deaf awareness and keep it simple and when I think about it it's, they're sort of linked because if we bring in the idea of play exuberance joy we're here look how the universe plays with us look mm -hmm. how everything we were watching um, uh, this um, this bird you know this bird when it's mating and how it has to like uh, show its colours and show its exuberance in order to get the mate. And mm -hmm. Dara and I were looking at the peacock feathers, and because we have some peacock feathers, right, for stroking the body, and we were looking at the detail in this peacock feather, and I was like, wow, the colours are just, mm -hmm. you know, immense, and yeah. how many of those that they have, and and the texture, and it's like, you you couldn't you couldn't contemplate. You couldn't design this if you tried, if you sat here and tried to design what we're seeing. So I sort of said that like we're being shown all this beauty constantly. This it's like the, the universe itself, the multiverse, whatever you want to call it, is playing with us. Yet for some reason, and you use the word seriousness, some reason is seriousness disease, I would call it, has really, you know, fed uh, through our species where mm -hmm. we walk down the road and Sometimes if you smile at somebody, it's, it's a bit like, oh, what's he, what does he want? What does she yeah. want, right? Yeah. And, and, and especially if you see somebody laughing in the street, you'll probably think either, most people will go, what have they taken? Are they on drugs? Yeah. You know, maybe they've drunk too much today yeah. or, or they must be happy, but that's yeah. not normal, right? Yeah. And, and I feel that, I don't know, I, maybe just in my, play, my life, but 
we can shift that, right? We can come back to that playful nature, come back to our childlike state, which when we talk about enlightenment or awareness or these sort of terms, I see that as the full circle anyway, no? This, this like full circle back to being a child again, the child mind. Is even mm-hmm. a term, isn't that a term in Buddhism or? I love the phrase, innocence consciousness. Innocence consciousness, right. Yeah, yeah just absolute innocence of like, because I think a, a part of this, what I'm hearing you saying is like, part of this is what, is, what does it mean to have fun? It's like, to me, it's like really the ultimate, the, the feeling of fun is I don't know what's gonna happen next, you know? Which is the opposite of the average adult is like, I need to know what's gonna happen next. I want to know what's going to happen next. You know, I want to control. I want to control the situation. But this is where people talk about surrender, letting go, these different words. are pointing at the sense of like, I don't know what's going to happen next. And that's fun. Right. You know, there's like a, there's like a trust of I'm just giving my, I'm making myself available to be a channel for the universal craving to move through me in this moment. Right. And, and then in, in doing that, um, I, I'm, I, there's like a, like a trust that leads me to the next moment, you know, and then just keep, follow the bouncing ball, so to speak, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of the, you know, I've been feeling this a lot, like, with music. It's almost like, it's like music. It's like you're just kind of, you jamming. Know, you're moving with life. Right. You're dancing, yeah, you're dancing with the moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so maybe, maybe for people listening, how, how, do, how does that play in your life? How do you, because, you know, you've, you've written about, you know, the... Uh, the now moment and mm-hmm. presence, and you share a lot about this. So, how how do, how do you, yeah, how do you, or how did you, if you're always in that? I know sometimes maybe you you also get pulled out of that, but how do you come back to play? Mm. Yeah. Mm. How do you come back to play? You know, I think having there's a lot of different ways to answer that, but what comes to me now, sitting with you, how is a crap having question as well, how no, but Forget having how. having people that can reflect the truth to you. You know, it's really important. So that may be something like a coach or a mentor or a workshop or a, it could just be friends. It could be community. It can be people that you know are going to bring you back to the truth. You know, um, it was, we had an interesting conversation at lunch. I don't know if you were still there for this part about um, how you can do this work in yourself. But ultimately, like you do need other people to be a mirror, even if you're doing it within yourself to reflect you back to yourself. You know, so we have each other for a reason, right. you know, and I think... Um, Sometimes it's just having that sense of like, what is this? Because if I, if, if, I, if, if I lose sight of the reality of the nature of this, what this is all about, the essence of it, then I can get really serious, you know? Mm. But if I can get access to what is, what's the truth of who I really am, what's the truth of who you really are, what's the truth of, you know, what I'm seeing, what I'm encountering, it's like, oh, it's just, it's the play of Leela, you know? It's, it's, it's God putting on different clothing, you know? And, and expressing, expressing itself in all different ways and forms. Um, so tapping into that essence is, is the way to be in a state of play from fun. And then the question is, well, how do you, how do you stay in that? Yeah. You know, and that's where I think having support of other people in our lives is, yeah. you know, is valuable. Right. And when you say, um, the truth of who we are, when we come into that and what I hear you say, I hear you say like, okay, the truth of who we are is this play, right? Leela, this play of life, this, this, this the mystery. As well, the word that was popping up was mystery, right? So if we if we if we if we're accepting this this mystery, right? We're accepting that we're, we're dropping our seriousness mm-hmm. so that we can access that playfulness that we had naturally when we when we actually birthed into existence in the physical form, right? Mm-hmm. There's playfulness. And also, a really important point is it frees up the imagination. 
right. when you're in this consciousness. Right. Yeah. So, so, okay, so we tap into our free, we, we free up our imagination mm-hmm. again, which is vast. Vast, right? <laughs> Infinite. It, right, infinitely yeah. vast, and yeah. is, you know, is open to mm-hmm. whatever wants to birth through. Mm-hmm. And then simultaneously, there's a part of us that's, let's call it the serious part, what wants to work everything out, know everything, put everything into a sort of box. And I, I watched this great documentary where it said that, you know, one part of the brain is like, you know, activating exactly what you just described, the sort of, you know, unknown, indescribable, you know, part of all that is that all that ever was and so yeah, on. It doesn't yeah, need yeah. to be. And then you've got this other part of the brain that needs to put everything in the box in mm. order for us to be here. Because, you yeah. know, we need to call this a chair, yeah. even though it's not a chair. Otherwise, just, we couldn't move it over here. We can't move it over yeah. here, right? Yeah. So, so there's that. So I don't know, maybe just to speak about, yeah, bringing the playfulness into that so that we're aware of those, those two aspects of the whole mm-hmm. and that we don't get too, you know, too caught up on one side or the other because we can also mm-hmm. neglect, you know, we can neglect one and be like, oh, well, it doesn't ma- nothing matters, it doesn't care and all that. And that can become quite, yeah. you know, uh, especially with people that are maybe more in that space, they could feel really, um, what's the word? Uh, disrespected in some way if if we don't also acknowledge where where everybody is in their own space. Does it make sense what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I want passion, empathy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I want to bring everybody into that idea of playfulness, but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I just laugh at everything and 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 you know it is all just a joke. On some level, it is all just a joke. Mm-hmm. But you know there are people experiencing a lot of pain, trauma, suffering, separation, and so mm-hmm. on. I don't know what pops up for you. A lot. A lot. <laughs> um, yeah, that's beautiful. I think the ego, right? Let's bring that word in. So the ego, I define it as an illusionary sense of a separate self. Right. Right. The ego is very serious. <laughs> the ego is not, not into fun, not into jokes, not into games. The ego is a, is a, very, serious, is a very serious thing. If you take that, that's all you are. You know, if I'm a separate person and I'm this little body and everything out here is separate from me, I'm afraid that you're going to, you're going to, you know, there's threats. And so it's very serious. But if you can recognize the essence of who you are is the infinite, and then you can still say this is a chair, this is my body, this is your body, but it's for play now. You know, so we're really the infinite playing in the world of form, mm. right? And that allows me, actually, I'd love to hear your reflection on this, but for me, it actually, it's a great question. It allows me to be more compassionate and have more empathy because I now see you as a reflection of the essence of me, mm. right? I recognize the true oneness. You're a reflection of me. So now I care about you or I care about you or whoever I'm encountering in this deeper way I ever could if I was just in the ego and right. thought that you were something separate right. for me. And then, then we just fight. Then just, we're fighting for survival. You know, it's yeah. the dog eat dog is the saying that people have. You know? Right, exactly. So, but we, we transcend that when we just realize that, oh, you're, you're another reflection of mm. the same essence that I am. Right. So I, I, I naturally, yeah. you know, it's the deepest level of love right. and care. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, what I'm, yeah, what I'm hearing as you as you speak is I'm sort of seeing that there's that sense of when we're younger, there's a sort of playfulness that happens, a very innocent playfulness that happens. Then we go into you know adolescence, and then we start to supposedly become adults, mm-hmm. and we sort of lose that sense of play. Or we play now and again, or we watch our children play, or we go to the the game and watch games. Right? We start to watch games as a sort of sense of play. And that can all become really serious because it's also coming from that sort of egoic sense of separateness that you're talking about. And then when we open up to the, to the, to the love again, when we truly open up to that innocence again, when we get a taste of that, that, that authentic play happens, 
right? And from that play, that's love at play. It's mm-hmm. like real love at play, mm-hmm. which is inclusive of all. That's what you're saying. That's what mm-hmm. I'm hearing. Yeah. And in that inclusivity of all, all, you're playing. It's like everything's for you, not against you. Mm. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. So you're playing with it. It's, it's as if like you're in a team, all of a sudden there's one guy over there and he's not involved. And then all of a sudden we, you bring him in and we're all playing together, <laughs> right? Right. It's right. like over there, we're just like, no, you know, yeah, oh yeah, they're having fun, I'm not having fun. Actually, when we see ourselves as, a, as this whole, we're all playing together and we all have this contribution to mm-hmm. aliven ourselves and enjoy the divine play. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing anyway, mm-hmm. which feels, which also feels, I don't know if the, the people listening can, can get a sense of this, but if you can, it, it gets, it's, it's like a, it's like a maturity through awareness that allows you to really love life, love yeah. you, love you as a whole being that plugs you into the collective wholeness. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like anyway mm-hmm. in this moment. What sparks a, in you? A common thing that people get caught up, I find, is should I care about myself or care about other people? You know, I'm, I'm conflicted because I want to care about myself, I care about other people. And I think there's this place you go to where it's, it's not two different things. Right. It's the same thing, like... The more that I can have myself, let's just use the term higher vibration or more awakening consciousness, then I give that to everybody, mm. you know? So it's, it doesn't end up being two different things or a conflict or I have to choose between myself or others. You know, the, the, the more that I, um, and let's just say, put it simply, the more I'm in a state of love, the more love that I'm able to give. The more I'm in a state of joy, the more joy I have to give, right? right? So that's, that's how the two mm. fit together per- perfectly, beautifully. I love that. I'm just going to check. How long do we have? Four minutes, because then we have to stop, yeah? Best four minutes of our lives. Best four minutes of our lives. Okay, nice. Let's take a deep breath in. (sighs) A lot of people talk about Tantra on this island, and they say you've got to take a deep breath in and sigh on the out breath. So, um, yeah, what's alive in you? Based on where we just went in our little, wherever we went. I just like, I like that question, because I I do think there's there's a sense of like, well, if you want to have fun and you want to be playful, you're not taking life seriously, you're right. not helping people. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it that way. No. I don't think it's the case. I think that it's, you're, you're opening up this channel to be of tremendous benefit right. to people from that place. Yeah, and from yeah. that, yeah, I'm so glad you said that because from that place, through that awareness, through that, that joy that we said earlier, through the, what was the lovely word that Eric said, through that, um, what, did we, what was the words we said earlier to bring it back to that? What was the words again? Excellence. Excellence. And effortlessness. And effortlessness. Yeah. Man, my memory's gone today. So, so in that place, we can contribute far, yeah. far more, Great point. Yep. far more than any sort of, let's say, more limited place where we yeah. think like, oh, yeah. this is how I need to contribute. Because I really want to meet people that are alive. I want to meet people that are playful. I want to meet people that have got a smile on their face and actually... Um, embracing what they don't know. That's another thing, right? That's what totally. I find with, uh, with playfulness. Totally. Is that, you know, you said it earlier as well, but when, when, we're mo- when we're best at play, we're in the curiosity of what is it. Half the time, we don't even know what's going to come next. Half the time, we don't even know that's what we can the most, do. Like the key word there was excellence. Right. That's a, great, that's a great point. And that's the flow state, right? Excellence and effort. So you have this sense of effortlessness, but then in that state of effortlessness and play, what's coming through? Excellence, right? You know, excellence and excellence. Whatever you're doing, are you? You're writing something. You're giving a speech. You're dancing. You're playing basketball. You know, whatever you're doing, it's like this. When you're in that flow state, what it comes to do is excellence. Right. You know, and that's that's so it's so beautiful because it's like it's like you know I think you were both creative people. Like there's times I've written something, 
And I'm like, who, who, who wrote that? Right. You know, okay, it's yeah. that effortless state. Yeah. It's like, that's beautiful. I didn't, I didn't even try to do that. You know, it's like, yeah. it just came through. Right. And that's the state we want to be in as often as we can, you know, and support each other and accessing that state. Mm. How long we got? Two minutes. Yeah, you sure? It might have gone off. Yeah, 148. 148. But we can start again, though. Yeah, we can start again. Okay, just put, cause I, yeah, cut it and start again because I don't want to just rush the last right, two minutes. Right, exactly. Exactly. It's nice because there's a nice little right. flow there. So now we have 11 minutes on the memory curve, but I can delete something and make it bigger. No, that, yeah, no that's good. That's lovely. Yeah, I just want to round it up in a nice way and not just be fast. I don't want to, like, we're still talking and it went cut, dead. Cut bit sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. um, so you fix the cuts later. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> best 11 minutes of your life. Your best 11 minutes of your life. <clears throat> so, what was we saying? We were saying about the, play, the playfulness, but I wanted to bring in there that... Flow what, state, excellence. Yeah, right, so when you said the flow state and that presence, mm -hmm. and when we look at the beauty of life, because mm -hmm. we were doing that earlier, when yeah. we were in the sea, yeah. and this we call it the sea, but this, this, this liquid, this elixir is, mm -hmm. is, is lapping us and we're, mm -hmm. we're enjoying that. Mm -hmm. And when we look at nature, we look at this tree right now and, and I see presence, right? Yeah. It's just presence. Yeah. It's all, it's present. The ants are present. Everything's present, right? Mm. So when we act, when we can actually um, utilize certain techniques, tools, whatever, whatever it is, that allows us to just come back to that state of presence, that's bringing us back to a state of play. Presence play, right? That's, what, that's just what's coming up at the end there. I just wanted to sort of round it up in there because you know, you talk about meditation, I talk about meditation, we talk about these different techniques that we share in order mm -hmm. to bring us more, more here, right? Yeah. And even when we just eye gaze for a moment, even if we eye gaze for five minutes together and we just look into each other's eyes, we drop into a sense of presence. And mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but more, more often than not with me, Laughter comes, or big smiles come. Like you're smiling, and we've only, you know, we're only doing one a, a few seconds, right? Yeah. And because you know this, right? That smile came from there's just a laughter all of a sudden, mm -hmm. because because actually everything else falls away. Yeah. Ah, oh, in play, everything <laughs> falls away, right? Yeah. And that's just the, you know that's what I'm. Everything outside this moment. Right. Yeah. So that was yeah. that was just my little summary. How would you like to I summarize that, our little... I think little... That, that meditation is something that's going to be expanding, like the idea of what meditation is going to be expanding. Like to me, what we shared down at the sea today was a form of meditation. In fact, there was multiple forms of meditation there. Of course. There was, a, there was like the first period where we were just kind of in, we were kind of quiet, but we were in the sea and like that was a meditative space. And then there's a space where we were talking in the sea which to me was also a meditative space, right. you know, so it was like feeling the energy of the sky and the water and the air. And then there's some words that come through right. here and there, you know, but they're coming from this field of presence mm. and aliveness and meditation. I think as it expands, it's going to be anything that brings you in the state of presence, like right. you said, which will include the body, will include movement, you know, can include um, physical activity. Yes. Can Play, include, eating. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 This is, yeah, and I love that you brought that in. It reminds me of uh, um, Krishnamurti, Jiddu Krishnamurti. Yep. And one of the things he always said is, which I took from uh, some of the books I read, but that you don't sit on your meditation cushion in the morning to get up and then you're out of your meditative state, right? And many of the things he wrote about, it was not even about, it was about can, can every moment be a meditation? Yep. So that's beautiful. So I, I think that rounds us off beautifully in terms of 
yeah, can oh, I got tingles there? It's beautiful. Can every moment be a playful meditation with the divine orchestration? Ah, of creation. Yeah, of creation. <laughs> and I, I love this. The other day, my friend sent me uh, Philip. If you're watching this. Uh, the orchestra, right? You're going to like this. The orchestra of life. He's a uh, musician. Uh -huh. But not O-R-C-H. The A-W-E. Orchestra. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I love wordplay. Beautiful. <laughs> so, there you go, everyone. Thank you for watching. This is uh, Simon and Brian. I uh, hope you enjoyed this uh, talk. And Eric, I must say, the beautiful being that's uh, traveling with us, as always, and supporting us. So yeah, let us know if this sparked anything in you, the divine play, the orchestra of life. And it's been a pleasure to just share some moments of real, you know, in-flesh connection with Brian. And if you don't know anything else about Brian, you can, you can look at the links and catch his podcast and uh, the other things that he's sharing in the world. So thank you, Brian. Can we get a, a high five and a hug? Boom. Boom. Love you, brother. Thank you so much. Mm. <laughs> nice. Yay for us. <laughs>